This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Dave. Ian. Dave. I'm in a blank and of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, this is Team Clear Coat. Welcome, everyone. We have to get right into this. Automotive podcast. Automotive podcast. Ian. Ian. Dave. Dave. Urgent things to talk about. Uh, okay, let's get into it. What's up, buddy? We have been essentially away for yeah, th- yeah. three, four weeks now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and things happen. Yeah. During when when you when you don't see your friends. And, yeah. And and but seldom does something as earth shattering happen as what what's happened to me. No, and this was actually just yesterday. What did this shit NATO of a world do to you, buddy? Well, you know, I already had a, a fairly dim view of 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 some members of our automotive community. Okay, some some members, and I'm not going to name names. It's G wagon drivers, <laughs> which we saw two of today. We saw two of, and today. I booed at. I went <laughs> boo. Well. My friend, you're really going to enjoy this picture that I just sent to you right before we started recording. Oh, no. What is it? It's peak G-Wagon. Where is it? It's peak G-Wagon. Where you, is it? You clicked it in the where, thing. Where'd it go? Did I'm going to paste. Paste and go, Ian, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Oh, I got to sign in with my goddamn <laughs> Google. I can't oh. show everyone your password. Exactly. Show everyone We're your just, password. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Hang on. I just got to open. Oh, co- oh, control C. I got to go to make you. Oh, is it? No. Oh my God. Ian. Why? That's in Colorado. What? That you'll notice oh. from the correct colors of the cars on either side. Yeah. How how does such a thing happen? Whoa. And why? G63 AMG in bright ass lime green. Yeah. So, so I I'd like to I think the actual the color code of that one the uh cuz you know they they have like the, the oh, Ghana yeah, blue uh, or whatever yeah, like that. Yeah. I actually have heard what this one is. Yeah. Uh, it's fuck you. <laughs> I was going to say it's boo. <laughs> Whoa. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, you can't not. If there was ever a metaphor, I don't have a dollar bill. If there was ever a metaphor for the for number 45, <laughs> it's a poorly parked C63 AMG lime green. Oh man! In a in a parking garage. Oh wow! Oh, like the my, number of what bad do we judgments. Do? Yeah, I know, and that's what I saw it. And my first reaction was like, "Well, something has to be done." Yeah, right. Like this needs action. What should I be yeah. doing right now? Right, right. It's like yeah, like it's, it's like, like it's like seeing a tragedy on TV. Yeah, and and feeling like you you can't do anything. You you're the helplessness right of that. And and that car just sitting there all on its own by itself. I just felt small and helpless. Right, significant in the world. Oh, it, this so that. That does not, um, that does not, uh, reach the same impact that my beloved, uh, Nissan Murano cross Cabriolet donk effect has uh-huh. where it's so crazy. It comes back around to good, right? This is still just like, 
This is just like um this is like seeing the old man at the gym just hanging dong. It's just like, ah, oh, come on, man. Come on. I mean, that's horrendous, right? Yeah, that's bad. Ian. And I've seen rap. What? I've seen like Louis Vuitton wraps that are less horrendous than that. You oh. know, like even though like the gold metal. Oh, flake God, my body the, is writhing. You know, like the, the podcast gold listener. Uh, the gold wraps that you yeah, see. Yeah, I like I saw that uh uh CLS that was wrapped. Yeah. That's yeah. less offensive to me than that. Yeah. That is wow. Oh man. Yeah, that now, is Now they have that same color on like the GTS. Uh-huh. And to me that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But holy God. Right? Because that's a car that looks like a phallus to begin with. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, all right. Wow. Can we talk? Why are we starting there? Can't we talk about something better than this? <laughs> I thought it was this funny. This is what we're letting <laughs> listeners come into. I'm sorry. I, I love an ugly green myself, but yeah. that is, uh, I'd rather see that green on the Porsche Macan next to it. Yeah. The Porsche Macan or next no, to the it. the mini. The mini on for the mini. sure. Yeah. For sure. On the right? Mini. With the yeah. mismatched roof or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me, let me go ahead and counter with one of my eyes. Okay. Uh, Ian, I was driving yesterday night and saw a Lincoln Blackwood pickup yes. truck. There is one that parks by Pablo's every once in a while. No it's, way. I think it's a Pablo's regular. It's a Pablo's is my neighborhood coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those things are always super fascinating when you see them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of them. So so they took the Navigator. They made it a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And then they, they have the... You can always tell them wherever uh if you ever see one by the fluting on the bed of the truck it has these weird one two three four five one two three four fifth um uh flutes on the back here like these horizontal lines that i i thought are they painted on are they white i think they're painted and i think they're supposed to evoke like wood paneling or something yeah yeah like or like the deck of a a ship or something like that right yeah i don't know that's more of a chrysler thing like trying to make their things look like boats. Yeah. That is such a weird like it just is. collection of of bin parts and yeah. I mean bad these are panel gaps and these are obviously Ford wheels. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This was yeah. And those mirrors are straight off the F one fifty. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's super strange. This, and this one is bone stock. I mean Do yeah. you see them modified? Well, I you'd figure somebody would throw like maybe some yeah, meats some on it or something, wheels, but yeah. yeah. The, heck, this might be the original tires. And on top of that, this <laughs> one's clean. But yeah, the yeah. one I saw was a little ratty, mm-hmm. um, which I do kind of like seeing like these weirder, like kind of quote unquote luxury cars kind of decay sometimes. Yeah. That's a little fascinating, right? Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm impressed when I see clean ones, but I'm intrigued by the ratty one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what led right? you here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, we I so we're calling this one on Twitch my eyes so far because we have a lot of my eyes. Yes. Us being apart seeing all these cars. Um yeah. yeah. Um so, I also texted you one that I saw a Mercedes Metris. Oh yeah, yeah, you was, did. That was actually being used as a work truck. Yeah, it was it was uh dented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me pull up a picture of that. Yeah. 
So if you don't remember, uh, a few episodes, uh, a few episodes ago, we had our buddy Andrew Gans on the van man, and he the van man, and he was uh, he at the time had a a, a Metris uh, press car, yeah, press van, and we were just fascinated by by this van because yeah, it's like crazy expensive, and and it's just a, we were trying to figure out who this small business owner was that could at the same time afford a Metris, but also you know like have their clients not care that they can afford a metric. Right, right. Or their venture capitals. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a delicate uh, thing to to hit. Right. We figured out that there's probably like six people in the U.S., six small business owners in the U.S. who fall into that category. Well, one of them lives not far from my house, it turns out. Okay, okay. And um, I am going to be stalking this person to try to figure out what business they are in because it's clearly being used as a work truck. I'm fascinated. Yeah, I I love it. I love it. I, I, when you see them, just say, yeah. "Why?" <laughs> Here's my card. Here's my badge. Y- yep, ex- exactly. Um, yeah. So we were we were completely intrigued with the rubberized interior of the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the way it drove. Um, it handled and its turning radius was stupid good. Yeah, yeah. We turned around on a standard, you know, Denver City street. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. pretty great. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. an interesting car. Yeah. Um, and what else do you got? I, I, well, I, yeah, if we're playing, uh, you know, spades or whatever with, um, with my eyes, boom, Citroen DS wagon mofo. That's so awesome. Yeah. My girlfriend and I saw that when we were at Costco. Somebody is just dailying a Citroen DS wagon to Costco. And it's so great because they look like freaking spaceships man yeah they're super cool maybe they maybe costco carries the uh hydro pneumatic uh fluid or whatever so in the back of it there were four buckets and in each one of those buckets was one of the canisters for the hydro pneumatic suspension oh wow yeah yeah my girlfriend was like what are those and i was like those are parts like they had like <laughs> those are spares yeah right? yeah and and i i don't i mean i just assume they're plastic yeah so they're gonna break and get brittle you know especially in colorado yeah but yeah they had four inside of little orange buckets in the back of their car that's each awesome. one in its own little bucket that's interesting i i assume it's because the, like you can't, you can, whenever you have something like that, that's filled with some kind of hydraulic fluid, you can never get all the hydraulic fluid out of it. No. Right. And yeah. so, so you just throw it in a bucket and then you just wipe it off before you, you know, you handle yeah. it or redundancy. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that each one was in its own. That's yeah. really funny. Yeah. And I mean, we, uh, like, we went inside and, you know, grabbed uh, cheese pizza and, pe- and pleated pants. <laughs> and, th- and when we came out, it was gone. And when we were leaving, it was driving by like, you know, we, yeah. were, we were behind it on the street for a while. And the way that those things move through like traffic and over bumps and everything is so cool. I it know. Just, I really want to drive one one day. Right? They're super right? cool. And I'm going to go ahead and, and just uh, uh, take over for the next one because I was out on a bike ride today. Okay. Went up Lookout Mountain and back. And when I was on the ba- way back, I saw, boom, a 1959 Saab 9.6 V4. Sweet. It pulled. So today was a weird day. Okay. Uh when I was out on the bike, normally people don't roll down their windows and talk to me. Uh-huh. Okay. But three people did it to me today. And huh. I think it was because it was like, 
a suddenly nice day. Right. And like two guys, when they were, when we were sitting at, oh, the first one was, I was sitting at a stoplight, like, you know, like 26th and Wadsworth or something, right? On my way out to Golden. And sometimes I, I accidentally pull a little bit too far into the turning lane or I'll see a car wants to like turn right behind uh-huh. me. So I scoop my bike over, you know, and let them go. So I'm not like blocking traffic. And the guy rolled down his window to say thank you. Uh-huh. And so and we just chatted for a second. You know, he's like, oh, you know, because it, when I woke up this morning, it was 29 degrees. Yeah. And when I was riding my bike, it was like, you know, 55 and 60. It was per- super nice day right mm-hmm. and uh so he's like you know we were just talking about the how lucky it, we were to have such nice weather out of nowhere really and uh an, another gentleman did that on the way when i was on the way back and then i was i was sitting at at a stoplight like 26 and sims or something and um and i i had i was putting away something like food or whatever in my Jersey pockets. And I was kind of looking down and I hear like a weird cam warble next to me. Uh Right. And I was like, Oh, somebody's cammed like a, a smaller displacement car, Uh you know, because it didn't sound like a cammed V8 or anything. Right. And I look over and there's this like cherry mint, 59 sob and I, I look over and the guy like I, I'm sure I just was like <laughs> and the guy rolled down his window and he was like nice day huh and I was like this makes my day I I have been 900 well really two 900s yeah but then, yeah and he was like yeah this is this is where it all started That's and he, awesome. he tootled away yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it was it was this really nice color blue. I, I I need to see if I can there was one on this uh yeah, it was this color blue. Oh, that's great. It, right? Isn't that amazing? That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, it it looked amazing. <clears throat> and it, he had the, the hubcaps uh that actually say Saab on them. Oh wow. You know, the old Saab logo with it spelled out. I don't know if we can find yeah. an image, but <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, I know man. exactly what you're talking about, right? Oh, yeah, it was it was beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. Look yep. at those hubcaps. Yeah, yeah. Because I I turned and I was like, what is that? You know, that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah. Anytime you see something like that, especially when it's driving around, it really is the polar opposite of seeing the G wagon. Yes, yes. And it restores your faith in humanity. Yeah. Right? There's still good people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Watch that guy be like a pedophile or something. Damn it. (laughs) 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 This is why we don't have nice things. Yeah, exactly. What about you? What else have you seen? Uh, Well, I took uh, Nico to a car show. Yeah. Um, So he he was... It it was super Uh. funny. So like the his car show... um, character arc is basically he starts the car show like me and ends it like my wife. So, okay, let's get into this. When we first get there, he is super jazzed and wants to look at all the cars. Look at that one. Look at that one. Look at that one. Okay. And by the end of it, I'm literally dragging him through the thing. He is over it. Yeah. Yeah. And juice has no, no, yeah, juice yeah. like juice has diminishing returns, gotcha. and, and he just he's just over it. Okay. So it's not. I don't want to say he he is me, and then he is my wife. He is our attitude towards a car show. <laughs> right, right. 
Wow. Uh, okay, so he just he just hits saturation and then and no he, longer cares. Yeah, and I think he just gets a little overwhelmed and you know, yeah. there's cars everywhere moving around and people are revving engines or whatever. Sure, sure. There's a lot to handle. But we saw some really cool stuff. It, it, I'd just like to say real quick, like seeing, seeing just plain old ordinary cars or cars and coffee cars <clears throat> through the eyes of your kid has to be a really cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and there's a lot of times where I'm like, I want to go look at one at something, but he's like, no, I want to go look at this like Honda Del Sol over right, here. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I was like, I was geeking out. There was like a Audi um, a 90 Quattro that was oh. really clean and then everything. And I wanted to go look at it. Oh, and, I saw uh, one of those for sale a little bit ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was like, and literally he was like, I want to go look at that one. <laughs> it was like, like a Honda Del Sol. Uh-huh. Uh, but he, I told the story about the the Lotus. Yeah, the, the yeah. Lotus, and we got to look at, there was a Lotus Esprit there. There was a couple of them there. That's amazing. And one of the guys that had it was super nice, uh, and he let Nico sit in it, um, and then I got to sit in it as well. Was it, it was more an like, older one? It was an old, oh, so like actual box design. Yeah. Whoa. Super cool. Whoa. Yeah, okay. it was awesome. But like, so I got to sit in it, and like, the pedals are just stupid. Yeah, like they're known for not being that great from an ergonomics perspective. Terrible. Okay. I okay. mean, really bad. Like, I don't really fit in that car, and and like my legs are cramped. But uh-huh. like, it's hard to see. Okay. And, like, it, Who is like, it? What is the ideal person? What do they look like? Do they right. have like a? Eight foot long torso and like two inch legs. I think so. Okay. Okay. I think so. Uh, and also their legs are beside them because <laughs> yeah, yeah, the clutch pedal is like in front of your crotch, like dead, dead right in front of you. And you said there's no dead pedal. There's no dead pedal. So your seating position is just so strange. Let me see if I can find a picture of the pedal box. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super weird, uh, but it was still really cool cool car. Um, but one thing that I did want to talk about, the whole reason I brought this up, uh, is that so Nico didn't really know about pop-up headlights. Okay, yeah. Because it like we were walking around and um, it wasn't so much on the Esprit that he noticed, but he, he noticed that there was an 8 series BMW there. Yeah, yeah. And he noticed Hell that he yeah. asked... As there should be at every Cars and Coffee. He asked where the, uh, where the, where the headlights were. Okay. And I said, "Oh, well they they hide until it's until they're ready, until it's dark out and they come they come up." Oh no, he asked if the little ones were the headlights. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and yeah. I said, oh, well no, those are just little lights. These right. are, these are the headlights. Little lights. And so I was looking around to see what other cars around us had and there was a C5 Corvette. Uh-huh. So we walked over to the C5 Corvette and so I was telling him, you know, "Hey, so the headlights hide here in this little cutout right and when it gets dark out they pop up their heads and then the lights come on he just thought it was really funny so he's laughing and the owner overheard us okay and like reached in kind of like quietly and uh-huh. turned on the car and flipped on the lights and nico like lost his <laughs> mind that's awesome and he like talked about it for like the next like two days like, okay the okay. headlights just popped up their heads Aww. it was really funny that's really cool yeah it was really it was super yeah. cool but you forget like right people younger than yeah you know yeah I don't know what 20 like have never seen a right. car with pop-up headlights maybe, right you know yeah so that's yeah. amazing 
That that's so great. Yeah. Wait, what cool. other things did he like? Did he have traction with at Cars and Coffee? There was a couple big trucks. Oh, there, there okay. was like a Some five ton. Trucks or? Well, no, there was like a five ton um, uh, military truck there. Oh, okay. Um, you know, because you can buy those or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was a uh, um, like just like a deuce and a half or like no, a deuce and a half is two and a half ton. Oh, so okay. It's the five. It was the five ton. Oh wow. Okay. Um. So, um, oh jeez, yeah, they're big. Whoa, that um, has to be a, like the coolest thing for a kid to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was super excited about it. And then there was like a a company that had like tents for your your SUV for when you go camping. Oh on yeah, top of it. My cousin has one. Her husband has a Range Rover. I don't, you know, they're masochistic enough, uh-huh. but it's a tent that goes on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets yeah. to like crawl up into that. And okay. He, he just thought that was really cool because then he could like see how many cars there were around. Oh, nice. And he was kind of pretty, he was excited about that. So nice. That was fun. Yeah. Wow. Right on. That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, I think that's it that I had for my eyes. Really? Yeah. Okay. What I, about you? I, so... I would like to call back to the um, Mitsubishi Lancer rear view camera that we, um, <laughs> that, I, that I you are on. still obsessed about. Yeah. So I, I, I put it on Instagram. I'll have to see if I can, yeah, let's see if we can find it. Uh, Instagram, Team Clearcoat. Um, let's give everyone our password. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. Spooning in the blanket fort is our password. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this rear view camera that we can no longer unsee. I look at every Mitsubishi Lancer now to see if it has the camera. Yeah. And then I saw one on a Mitsubishi Outlander and it was in the same damn place. It's just like It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. And so I I can't unsee the face. I can't it is now the arrow in the FedEx logo. Yeah, exactly. To me. Like this is a thing that I I cannot avoid for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I just want to inflict that on other people so that they have to deal with it too. Yeah. Misery loves company. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we also had, you had the, our thing up. The other thing that I did see. Oh yeah. This is fantastic. The Nissan Versa Versace. How genius is that? So right. For anyone who's not watching uh, this on YouTube. So I saw a Nissan Versa in a parking lot of a local place here in Denver. Yeah. And uh, someone added the the letters CE to the end of it. Yeah. So now it's a Nissan Versace. Right. That's fantastic. Well done. Brilliant. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. Make the best of a bad situation and make no mistake. The Nissan Versa is a bad situation. (laughs) It is. And it it wouldn't have the same effect if it was like a Nissan Maxima, like one of the more up model. Right. If the Versa was a good good car. Right. Right. But the fact that it's a Versa and that car is hot garbage, (laughs) calling it a Versace (laughs) is my hat is off to whoever did that. It's pretty fantastic. That is the best. Yeah. That's so good. That is so good. Yeah. Somebody spent time on that. Right. Because they got the font like pretty right. Yeah. Who whoever did that like I we need to hire them. They're funnier <laughs> than we are. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. do this show for us. <laughs> yeah. you know, we're not doing so great. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see what else do I see? Um I don't know. I I you know, um my girlfriend and I drove to Missouri and back. Um so obviously there was 
I seventy driving. So you you blacked out for eight hours. I, and then you woke up. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we we uh, drove it in uh, my rental Hyundai Accent. So my car is still in the body shop, and we might as well put miles on a rental car, right? Yeah. I mean, you treat them like cigarettes. You just flick them back <laughs> at the at the kiosk <laughs> at the at the employee. Done with this. <laughs> yeah, it's your problem now. Done with this. You get to replace the wheel bearings. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like this when I found it. <laughs> yeah, is what I'm saying. Uh huh. Um, so yeah. So uh, let me pull up a picture of the little Hyundai Accent. This car is like I'm really liking this little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're cute, you, they're cute little cars. You've driven one, right? It's not the hatchback. It's just the standard four-door. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like this little guy over here. That's a slightly older one, but yeah. 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 Um, well, that's what Katie has. Yep. Katie, who was on the show uh, not that long ago, she yeah. has one. Um, and I would rather have a Fiesta. Right, right. Yes, yeah. even even a non-ST one. My 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 rental car company did not offer that, unfortunately. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like this, uh, a, a Versace mm-hmm. or some other b- not good car. I think maybe the Kia. Yeah. And, yeah. and I picked the Hyundai. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's fine. It's good. It's a good car. I think probably if you're in this segment, it's yeah. probably this or the Fiesta. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. If, if you have to buy, if you, if you're in a situation where like, this is really the only car you can afford, mm-hmm. you actually get some good accoutrements for it. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't al- drive too bad. No, either. no. It drives better than the Mirage. Right. So yeah. I, I know Ike doesn't agree with us on that one, but yeah, it, 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 I think it drives better than the Mirage. You don't get Bluetooth. Certainly drives better than the Versa. But it has USB and an aux cable um, mm-hmm. thing right there and a nice little spot to put your phone. I, I You noticed that only the driver's side, <coughs> you know, and my girlfriend noticed that as well. Yeah. Only the driver's side has an armrest, as, you know. Uh, and there's even a spot that you noticed. Yeah. Yeah. So there's actually a spot. There's a cutout where they could have added the armrest, but the chose not to. And to be honest, this I think is a mistake by by Hyundai. Because okay. and, and here's here's what I'm gonna say. Is that, that that feature or lack thereof is just designed to cause marital or relationship <laughs> strife. As you fight over it. Right. And yeah. and so you the most valuable thing to a car brand is brand loyalty. True. You know, where, True. where someone is gonna buy a car and then buy and buy. And right, buy and buy. right. Where they don't even go to the other dealership. They don't even go to the Honda dealership anymore. They're just going to the Hyundai dealership. Right. Not going to happen here because someone's going to get get this car. Get divorced. And, and get divorced <laughs> as a result. And then they can really not afford a second armrest. <laughs> and it's just going to be a terrible spiral. It's, it's uh, you know... <laughs> kind of a bad look for for Hyundai to yeah. care so little about their customers happiness uh, you guys you may want to yeah. yeah I'm just you know yeah I don't run a car company but you know I, I would should. like to see that I should yeah you should <laughs> I, the the other the most notable thing that the rental spec accent lacks mm-hmm. is cruise control what no cruise control. oh my god so i had to do 650 miles each way no cruise control yeah. but i mean you but know you're s- on i-70 in a hyundai accent so it's just a cinder blocker right? <laughs> exactly. with the, with those winds whipping across the place you just floor it and you get what you get yeah yeah 
Yeah. But the, the little thing did good. It's it's way quieter than uh, on the highway than I thought it would be. Is it the three-cylinder? No, it's four. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the doors lock when you put it in drive and they unlock when you put it in park. Right. Um, just all these like little touches that they didn't have to do, but are nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The seats weren't awful to sit in for that period of time. I, w- I was expecting the Yaris. That was the other car I could have had at my rental company that shall not be named. Right. Um, and I didn't want the Yaris because those seats are like freaking lawn chairs, man. They are. They're They're bad. really uncomfortable. The car is a go-kart and hilarious to drive. Yep. But those seats suck. They suck. They do. They, yeah. They really do. Those are bad. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That was it. Yep. So yeah, you know, decent, decent driving, decent headroom for me. And yeah, you know, not, not I, I kind of like it. I mean, yeah. 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 If you ha- if that's all you can afford, dude, not bad. Well, I was still safe. Fiesta. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I'm sure like in the used market that, that accent will be a little bit cheaper than the Fiesta. Yeah. That could you be. Know? That could yeah. be. I'm not yeah. sure about that. Yeah. Or if you have Hyundai bucks burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hyundai accent. Not so bad. Not so bad. Uh, well, Dave. Yes, Ian. I would like to do an FMK cars. Okay. These Let's are not, it. I have two FMK cars this episode. They're not thematically linked to My, anything that I want to talk about. Mine isn't either. But you know what? I'm just going to do one right now. Let's do it. So this is, this is a, Happy to see you again, buddy. Aw, happy to see you again. Listeners, FMK Cars is a game that Ian and I play on the podcast. It's the classic game, Fuck, Mary Kill. But since we're nice people and not horrible monsters or a basket of deplorables, we play it with cars instead of people. F means you drive it for a day. You hit it and quit it. M means you marry it. You put a ring on it. That's right. K means you kill it. You crush it. You send it to the crusher immediately. Do not pass go. Yes. All right. Ian. Okay. And this one, I don't have a title. Okay. Which is a rare. Yeah, that's rare for you. Um, it's just called We're Buddies. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't okay. Know. All right. But I need you to pick a car. I okay. All right. Huh. So I originally wrote the context for this is that I originally wrote this for uh a thing we were gonna we were trying to do. Oh yeah, where yeah. We were yeah. gonna try to have a phone conversation and Yep. While we were go-karting. Yeah, and we need to talk about our karting outing. Yeah. We, oh, we we absolutely do. Yeah. Um, but uh huh. so that's the context for it. But I need okay. you to pick a car. Okay. And it needs to be something somewhat modern. Somewhat modern. Okay, okay, because I was gonna go with that Saab 96. Um somewhat modern. Um I would like to pick a let's do the Maserati Quattro Porte. Like the new one? No, the um the oh what was it? Like the two thousand eight one. No, you want like the two thousand like twelve when it got like really aggressive and cool looking. Is okay. that what you're talking about? Um I mean I, I'm thinking of this one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cause I like that car. I want to put a bike rack on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. That'll be perfect. Okay. Okay. So in the first scenario, so basically it's the Maserati Quattroporte and all of them. 
you have you have to deal with me in some capacity. Okay. All right. All, all right. Really, I have to. Have to. You mean I get to, Ian? All right. You get to let me have one hundred percent complete remote control over your stereo. Okay. Get to. Do you want to revise that? Okay. All right. Stereo for one. Stereo. Okay. Okay. And Number- are, in the in the stereo situation, are you playing things that like whatever strikes my fancy? Not whatever just stuff like I think Dave would like this. It's like I want Dave to hear this because I love it. it depends what kind of mood I'm in. I'm get. I guess you could just play. R- some Rick Astley, if you let's just say that you are always listening to whatever I'm listening to. Okay. All right. I listen to a pretty wide variety of stuff, so it could have, I mean, it could be good. Sometimes it could might find something that you would like, or it'll be like listening to like a fucking schizophrenic Pandora (laughs) channel. You're right. Okay. Okay. What else? All right. So number two, I have remote control over climate control and navigation. Okay. All right. And the navigation system. I'm not the best with directional routing. Okay. Yeah. I have weird ways of going sometimes. Okay. Well, Mm. you're going to get yelled at by Mm. a lot by the, by the nav system, nav and climate. Mm -hmm. You want to like, what's your ideal car temperature? Hmm. I would say 68 degrees. Uh, Okay. Okay. That meshes very well with me. Yeah. Yeah. I ginger run hot. Yeah. Me too. Okay. But you know, if I'm okay. feeling vindictive one day, seat heaters on full. <laughs> We're gonna scorch that taint. <laughs> okay. All right. All okay. right. Number three, you have to talk to me 100% of the time that you're driving. Okay. That right. I am. You're having a live conversation with me the whole time. The whole time. Oh wow! Wow. But I'm not actually in the car with right, you. Right. Right. Obviously. But like if I'm driving to Missouri, I have to talk to you for eight and a half hours. Yes. Oh man, we'd be like those idiot like life bloggers. Yeah. Right? But life then bloggers. but then also like I would also get annoyed with an eight hour phone conversation. Right. So then I would be super short and snippy with grumpy. Me. Yeah. On the phone. I think I'm gonna kill that one just for you and me. <laughs> <laughs> just so our friendship can survive because I think I, like it. I think in order for some relationships to survive space might be necessary. I like it. Yeah. Right. Yep. Some negative space in there. I like it. Um, Smart. Then for a day, I'm going to go with radio Ian and then I will marry the climate control and the nav. I just hope that like I set it and forget it. Right? <laughs> I, I hope I hope that and also like maybe you will be driving me by like your favorite taqueria, uh-huh. you know, or no, I'm just going to make all of your maps be penises. <laughs> <laughs> just, you're just going to make penises. Okay. In every yeah. city that you gotcha. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. All right. Ian, I have one for you. That's not thematically linked to anything either. Fantastic. Ian. Yes. First up. Oh, this one's called one of these things is not like the other. You're going to stand out because it is mixing automotive cultures. Oh, okay. So you're going to have a car, but then you're going to be part of a culture that that car is typically not associated with. And that's the only thing you can do with that car. Okay. Okay. All right. First up, Subaru BRZ. Okay. All right. Ian, you 
with the BRZ are a hypermiler. You cannot track this car. Okay. You are a, you have to drive with hypermiling. Mm-hmm. In and mind. I'm on the hypermiling forums. Yes. And I would yes. say meet up, but those people don't have friends. <laughs> So. They would meet up, but then that would involve driving somewhere. And then stopping. Right, stopping. Yes, they just, you can't they just stop. pass each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, they just drive by each other slowly coasting. Yes. Yeah. Hey, guys, good man. <laughs> <laughs> what should we talk about next week? <laughs> yeah. Any new business for the table? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to bring snacks? <laughs> Ian. Okay. So you're a hypermiler BRZ bro. Yeah. Okay. Up next, Dodge Power Wagon. Yes. Our beloved Power Wagon. Yes. You, Ian, the new Power Wagon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there'll be a new picture of it. Yeah. Similar to this, right? Yeah. Uh, we drove one at the RMAP off-road event and loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Nick Kappa. Um, so Ian with this, you are a track rat. All you can do is track your power wagon. Okay. Okay. I mean, that would be a blast again. No curbing would be safe. No, no curbing would be safe. Yeah. Then, but that car, how much did they say the curb weight of that thing was like 6,000 pounds? Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, Porsche nine, uh, Porsche 996. Okay. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and fix the intermediate shaft bearing for you. Oh, very nice of you. All right. Yep. Okay. I really like this generation of Porsche. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites. You like I, the headlights? I really like the headlights. Oh, I think okay. the design works. Okay. Yeah. The are These are what they called the fried eggs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, the runny I, eggs or the runny yolks. Yeah. 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 I really like them. Um... <clears throat> Ian, I hate to tell you this, but but this car, you're a hella flush stance, bro. And it is like, it is stanced. Okay. All right? Yeah. You've got four little beady contact patches like the size of a number two pencil. And just like all the camber? All the camber. Yep. What are you going to do, Ian? Mm. I think... I think I will crush the BRZ, the hypermiling BRZ. Okay, all right. Because um, that's a, you know, I've driven those. I've driven one of those. Yeah, yeah. We drove one on the track. Yeah, and, and I feel like that car, like, wouldn't be feel special or exciting or anything in any way if it's not being driven in a spirited manner. Like, if okay. you were just, yeah, if you were hypermiling, right? There's not really anything else about that car that's like compelling right right it's not like a nice place to be or yeah yeah okay you know what i mean yeah and i'm like kind of here to there on the looks so okay okay so yeah i'm I'm gonna crush that okay and then i am going to i mean very marry the power wagon on the track okay all right like extremely marry it i'm gonna marry it twice okay all right you'll find a couple of them and be polygamist with it yeah i'm gonna have to because i'm gonna set all of the brakes on fire yeah you are Um, yeah you are you're gonna get like three mm -hmm. laps and that third lap is just going to like one turn is just gonna be you going (laughs) straight into kansas from high plains yep yeah that's exactly right um and then um so for a day 
I'm in a super stance, bro. Okay. The 996 Porsche. Um, and I presume that my day will go uh, from McDonald's parking lot to McDonald's parking lot yep. before I am inevitably killed by Porsche fanatics. Oh, yeah. No, they would come down hard. Yeah. On you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I how would this is a good question. What would the <laughs> I've thought of a good thing. <laughs> I did think of a good thing. The method in which like, you know, like the the very uh, particular well, actually people for every automotive subculture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their method of murdering you. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, like the Jaguar the Jaguar enthusiast obviously set you on fire. Or electrocute you. Or electrocute you, yeah. Electrocute uh-huh. you. Yeah. Uh the Alfisti, the uh the the Alfa Romeo people uh-huh. would uh be on their way to murder you, but then they would break down. Right, they right, would, yeah. They wouldn't actually survive. get there. So it would only be right. attempted murder. Yeah, yeah. The Porsche people might murder you in through like through your butt because <laughs> the engines in the oh I see what back. you're saying I see what you're not saying not just butt stuff I thought you were just going straight butt stuff on nope, that one. but nope. I see where you're going because of the backwards Engine. in the back and yeah, yeah. that's funny <laughs> is it anyway we'll, yeah. think, we'll think about that one some more um, I like that I like that <laughs> what would you yeah. do there I oh man I think I would I think I might do the same thing. I think I, I yeah, I don't think I could hypermile the BRZ and I, I could only deal with that. You don't even really fit in the BRZ that well, do you? No, not that well. Yeah, it's 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 a squeeze with a helmet on. Yep. Um, my hypermiling <laughs> helmet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and the Dodge Power Wagon would be hilarious on the track. Hey, th- that just goes in line with our theory of, of fun is better than fast. Absolutely. And, yeah. 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 And then I would, I would hopefully wiggle away from, you know, wobble away from uh, the Porsche aficionados that are trying to murder me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was, I was thinking of those cars, like just kind of like wiggling, like crap. I feel walking. like, I feel like they would murder you with like the old, you know, the compasses. The, oh the drawing. yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's the sharp get, pointy tip. You get stabbed to death with those in precision the yeah. in the butt. In obviously. The butt. Yeah. Precisely. No, you're exactly right. A very exacting. Yeah. Yeah. Precise. Yeah, exactly. I, he was murdered with compass, uh, legs and a micrometer. Yeah. Somehow was yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure how that happened. But. Right. Yeah. Somehow they squeeze your heart with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. Well done, Ian. Um, okay. Let's so talk about other car things. I want to talk about, uh, a real car thing. Okay. I want to talk about ownership. Okay. Of cars. Yeah. So Volvo announced in the last couple of weeks, um, they are, they announced the XC, uh, 40, uh, which is like their little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to pull a picture of it. See if there's something. Yeah, the little SUV that's gonna kind of compete with like the X1 and like the Q3 and right and all of those guys. Yeah, and it's like an adorable little car. It's got that stupid like two tone roof thing that like that CHR yeah. um thing. Did. My sister has a CHR. Oh, is that one? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Why? Anyway, all right. So, so th- that's not really what's all that interesting. Although they, right. they are claiming that there's going to be an all electric one in the next couple of years. Um, but the thing that's interesting about it, really, and the only reason that people are talking about, it, is that they're also announced a new ownership model. Yeah, which is 
somewhere between leasing, owning, and renting. Right. Yeah. Um. So basically, what, what is going to happen is that you're going to pay a monthly cost, which will cover everything except for gas. Oh wow! Okay. For the car, so that okay. means insurance. That means uh huh. Um, for uh, you, wheel bearings. For me, wheel bearings. All the cons- tires, tires, all the, all the consumables, everything. Wow. Okay. Um, and it's going to be a fixed thing, so there's not going to be any haggling. It's going to be direct through Volvo Corporate. Okay. But then you get to change cars every year. Okay. For as all long right. as you're paying this this upfront cost or this, this monthly cost. It's like those self cell phone uh, self. I almost said self loan. Exactly. Cell phone plans where you could just upgrade your handset every year and they roll it into instead of the standard, like two year, right? They roll the cost of that into your contract. Exactly. Right. So that's exactly what it is. And presumably then they will resell the car when they're done. Right. So it makes sense from their perspective. Yeah. Um, do you want to show them the, do you want to show the people? The- oh, I, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, so it makes sense from their perspective, but you know, what what do you think about about this idea? Because this is what this is sort of yeah. the model that everyone else is moving towards. Yeah. As well. Well. So I mean, you know, we're in IT. We are no, we. I a lot of things we've seen a lot of things shift to a subscription model before a lot of other people have had to deal with them, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, Microsoft Office 365, Adobe Creative Cloud. Yeah. You know, all of these subscription services um, that now, you know, it's... I, I, I mean, everybody's moving to it because they make more money that way. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, not necessarily it's better for consumers. Right. It's the companies make more money doing it. Right. They wouldn't be doing it if, if that was the case. I mean, there are still people out there that are running Office 2003 because they don't want to, you know, to have the new subscription to Office 365. And yeah, you get the newest stuff, but that new stuff has to be good enough to warrant the cost. Right. Right. Like I have an Adobe uh, Creative Cloud uh, or uh, Adobe subscription for Illustrator and Photoshop, right? And like, thankfully, that new stuff that comes out with that is good enough to warrant the cost of that. Right. You know, but like for something like Office, you know, I'd much rather just buy it like every, I mean, you know, I just use Word and Excel. You know, I'd, I'd much rather buy it every, you know, four yeah. or five years, you know, right? Well, and I, I'm not sure that our listeners would necessarily agree with, with uh, this next statement, but Dave, I'm glad you brought up software <laughs> because because it also kind of brings us back to something else we've talked about before in the show about like the idea of owning your car yeah, and the yeah. rights that you have. Yeah, versus being a user of it. Right, and yeah. this, the thing that I worry about the most with this isn't really the cost model because it's Volvo. Right, one, right. And like their cost model was always going to be, you know, it's not like they were disenfranchising, you know, people who are now not going to be able to afford a car. Right? Exactly, exactly. Those 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 people who weren't Volvo customers to begin with. Right. But it's the idea that we're like moving further and further away from owning, uh, being able to own a car, or yep. like, and and becoming users instead. Yeah, yeah. And my question is then, if if we do get to that point. And we brought this up when we talked about Tesla before, but 
when we do get to that point, what happens to the secondhand market? It, the secondhand market and the aftermarket. Yeah. Right? Because the, the second owner of this car will also likely be a Volvo customer. Right. At least, right? Right. Because th- that's the big, the big boon to them is that they essentially get to sell this car twice at least, you know, because right. they'll be able to um, take this off off of lease or off of subscription right and then sell it as a pre you know certified pre-owned or right whatever. right and basically so they're going to sell through those first two depreciation depreciation cycles and maybe you know they'll probably they may introduce like a and this is speculation on my part but i wouldn't be surprised if they had a certified pre-owned subscription, subscription model cycle that's a lower tier right. or buy-in, but that would al- essentially allow them to sell it three times. Right, right. You know? Um, so, or I- if not more. So, but, that would be really interesting if they were doing that because then that would be like Microsoft offering a cheaper subscription for Office 2007. Right. 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 Yeah. But, but I could see why you would want to do that with a car instead of software. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. At least for now, before you know, while they're still kind of decoupled. Right, right. That's another good point. So yeah. my question is then what, you know, obviously with just this car, especially this one in particular, right. it wasn't probably going to be modified by a whole lot of people. But what does this model do to modifying culture Right. Further down the road? Like right. what are the like 20 year out implications yeah. of that? Yeah, right. You know? And I think I feel like it's another move in that direction of like of making it more difficult to change your car because you're obviously going to have a lot of restrictions when you're doing this. I like I think one thing that you and I really I mean one thing that a lot of our listeners really like about their cars is is customizing them and Mm -hmm. making them unique from what just any old goofball could you know find on Craigslist or or walk into a dealer and get right you know. You've modified your, you know, your R32 and I, you know, I'm, I'm modifying my infinity, you know, just Mm -hmm. wheels and tires and, and stuff like that. Um, and I'd like to throw another exhaust on it, but you know, we're tinkerers, you know, right. We, we're excited about cars as a platform Mm -hmm. and, and, and we look at each car as we, we look at each car for its quantity of opportunities Right? Like, you know, when we when we look for cars, it's like, oh, what is the aftermarket like? Right. I mean, I didn't look at that with the infinity, right? <laughs> but like, what is the aftermarket like? What is the potential? Like, what's the craziest thing people do with these cars? Yeah. Right? Like, is there a supercharger kit for it? Right, exactly. Stuff like that, right? And um, you know, versus people that just, you know, like the car is what it is, you know, from day one, the bicycle they bought from the shop is never going to have different handlebar tape on it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I that it could be very damaging for something like that, you know? And and that'll just push people into, into older cars or somehow are acquiring a, an ownership model. But, you know, well, I, and, and I don't think it's the only force moving things in that direction, but I think it is right, right, a possible implication of that. I I certainly think that if, if everyone goes to subscription services, then the then the uh, the humble indie bundle 
of cars will come up because the humble store sells DRM free games. Like you can just look for DRM free games. If if you want to own your game and not have to like sign into Steam or anything like that, you can get that stuff. It's it's out there. Okay. You know? And so because obviously consumer demand is there, otherwise they wouldn't be surviving as a business. Yeah. Right? Um and so hopefully that if if there is something that that goes to that extreme, there will be some kind of uh, somebody that capitalizes on the opportunity for people that want to ha- obtain ownership of a vehicle. Yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting to see what the counterbalance to all that is. Yeah, yeah. When it happens, because right, right. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just wanted to, I wanted to bring that up because that was something we had talked about before about you know kind of right car car companies attitudes towards millennials and this whole idea of like yeah they want you know millennials want subscription services and all that sort of stuff but i i mean we're we're already seeing a lot of things change like you know with with brands i i think more so with audi than a lot of other brands where like they just really have no consideration whatsoever for the vehicle past 100,000 miles right you know and and i think a lot of people are following suit with that and that's un, that's unfortunate yeah. because it, i mean you know it used to be like those those brands were seen as just being broken in when they hit those kinds of marks mm-hmm. you know but then from the organization standpoint the manufacturer standpoint they have to maintain that they have to have parts they have to you know Keeping people in newer vehicles is a a better model for them, but there has to be some kind of balance there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if I think like if you like you could sub- have a vehicle subscription for like one of your cars, but then you'd want to own another one. Well, that's kind of what I you know I would do that for the. Sob replacement, maybe yep. because yep. you know it's a family car, and I'm yeah. not really don't really care about modifying it. Right, it right. Really, it just needs to fucking work, and you know, yeah. be yeah. cool as well. Right, but like, right. it needs to work. Um, I don't think I would do that with my with a car that was for me. Right, I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I I don't think I would, either. especially in my situation with not really having commute and all right. that sort of stuff. Like, it right, make sense. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes. Um, Ian, let's talk about our karting outing. Let's do that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we went to Unser Karting. We were trying an experiment where we were going to record a phone call between the two of us, and it turns out uh, cart, cart electric or gas-powered carts indoors is uh, really, really loud. It's really noisy. We have some other ideas. Yeah. We, we are not giving up on this idea. No. I just dream. Yeah, we want to talk to each other, record it, and podcast it while we're carting. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. audio is hard. Yeah, we're, we're still working on it, and but we're idiots. We did get to go karting together, yeah, which we, is always, always great. yes, the best. Um, yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, so we threw down what four sessions? Four, I think. Yeah, yeah four. Um, I worked on a new line into one of the turn complexes, mm-hmm. and I finally cracked into the thirty seconds. I think thirty point seven, maybe. Yeah. I think, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I boldly struck into the thirties. Yeah. Which is a, that's a big, that's a big step. Yeah. Into the thirties. So like the best time at this track is like t- low 29s, like a 29, two 29 O's, I think. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. You look at the stats more than I do. Um, it's somewhere in there. Right. Um, right. I, so they recently, recently got new carts and so they reset all the stats. I have not made it back into the 29 since they got the new carts. Right. Um, but I did this time get a 30.0 oh 
something three seven or something like that. But this is the first time that we are both in the same second. Yeah, of like our no shit best time. Yeah, is in yeah the, is in the uh, in the same second. It, I, was, it was fun. I I on that course I typically run anywhere from a half second to a second slower than you, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, so I'm seven tenths of a second slower now, and uh, I think that there's still a little bit of room for improvement for me, and uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Uh, one of the employees, Michael, yes, uh, went out with us and twice, I think, right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I want to tell him thank you because it was awesome. Uh, he was like, you followed him on, on one session and then I followed him for the first like 40 feet of, <laughs> of the, the next session and he was freaking gone. He was gone. <laughs> there was no way I, I could carry the speed into some of the turns that he did. Yeah. 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 But that last race, when you got your best time, like yeah. I was not walking away from you. No, yeah, I was, I you was hanging, hanging with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you and Michael had one heat where your averages were like oh, within insane. thousands of each other for the session. Our best times were were a couple of thousands off. Yeah. And then our average yeah. for the for over all the laps right, was like, like a couple hundredths off or something. Yeah. It was like two hundredths off. Yeah. Which was insane. Right? But I was like just right behind him the whole, okay. the whole time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. That was a, a good outing. That was a good session. Yeah. It was what, tons of fun. What do you think you learned from that session? Um, that um, technical difficulties suck. Okay. Um, no, I think I learned um it's, it was a couple of weeks ago. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, I I learned that new line really like into the into that turn complex. Yeah, yeah. I I did learn that I'm breaking too much, and uh, I got a little more consistent through the through the 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 section that you're talking about. The okay, slow, the slowdown section. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So these carts are a lot heavier. They are. Yeah. Than the old ones, and so they're they're kind of tricky. They are. They're they're really tricky because when you get it wrong, you get really punished. You do, um, yeah. Whereas I feel like the other ones, you could kind of, you know, drive them, drive them a little, a little harder, and they were a little more forgiving. And also, these these seem to like to slide more. They they are really slippery, but yeah. like like they seem happier. Yes, yes. Um, with a little bit more, with a little bit of oversteer, a little yeah. bit of rotation. Yeah, like pivoting around some of the hairpins is seems to be welcome in that, in that cart. Right. Yeah. And it's probably because it, you know, it has a a pretty good traction on the way out because it's heavier. Yeah. Uh, So maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure, but yeah, it it does seem to like to rotate more than a smoother driving style. Yeah. So I've had to like, that's been a struggle for me because I keep trying not to do that. Okay. And uh, I have to like tell myself to, to actually like trail break and and stuff like that, so it's weird. okay. Yeah, I I for me, I think it was I was focusing on a smoother driving style, and and that got me that time gain. And now now that smoother driving style is kind of laying the groundwork for right for getting it to pivot around some of the turns, yeah, or or finding where it can be pushed. You know, like I because before I was focusing on the smoother smoother and, and flowier um, lines it was it was uh it was just kind of brute force and like and it was the cart was bogging down too much right. coming out of turns and i you know i'm i'm a little bit heavier so bogged a little bit more but 
Um, you know, it was, it was just too much. And so that like treating it more like a Mazda Miata than a Corvette, right. You know, on the course like that, that really helped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a really good session. I know. Yeah. I'm excited to go back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Soon. Very so soon. thank you unsir, because we love karting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ian. Yes. Uh, the other thing that we have to talk about, um, is uh what it the truth about cars article yes that's what i was yeah. just about to start nice talking nice about that. okay um so this is going to touch on a lot of things um but uh one of the things that we've we've kind of talked about a little bit before is like kind of the weird uh ethical dilemma yeah of being an automotive journalist yeah and this is going to kind of touch on this and and also some other some other issues but basically, um, this was what a uh, couple weeks ago. Um, it came out that um, Electric, um, which is a, a, a car blog fo- focused on electric cars, um, was doing this sort of shady thing where they had referral links right. in the bottom of their stories. Now, it's not uncommon for a lot of. Um, journalists and 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 places websites to use referral links so what that does is like the wire cutter which is yep. uh you know kind of both of our like go to yep. um review site for consumer electronics and all sorts of they vacuum do, cleaners coffee makers irons yeah camping equipment they do everything yeah, yeah. But so they use Amazon referral codes. So basically yep. what that is is a link where if you go to Amazon and you buy something off of that link, off of that link, yeah, then they get a kickback. And it right. doesn't actually even have to be for the product to which to which they linked. Nope. Nope. And and Amazon knows that Amazon is basically rewarding that person for sending traffic to them. Correct. Right? So and and if anyone is uh is like really having trouble sleeping at night uh-huh. and has to cure some insomnia. Call me up. I can explain to you how that actually works. Yeah. It's very boring. Yes. But um, so these guys were using uh, Tesla referrals and these worked and, a little bit differently because Tesla's huge on referrals. Yeah. So basically Tesla has this, this system by which if you are a Tesla owner and you send people to Tesla either for uh, to take test drives or to buy a car or Or to get a solar system or to get a solar system or whatever it is you can get in this in this case it was like tesla dollars so it's credits towards you know upgrades for your car new forged wheels yeah you you get yeah new wheels new software upgrades for the car yep um uh, roof racks that you know all that sort of shit and basically they had a cap on it for like it was like you could basically if you did it, you could get up to like $65,000 worth of shit. Right. And they were, these guys happened to be Tesla owners. Right. And so they had the referral links in their stories, in their stories, including some stories about Tesla because they're automotive journalists. Right. And so they got called out on this um, and, and people kind of, kind of dragged him for it on automotive journalist Twitter. So so the and I don't want to make sure I understand people's griefs uh correctly. So they are seen as a source of jur- of journalistic integrity when it comes to electric cars, mm-hmm. right? So then they they write an article about a Tesla 
and they have a referral link into it or, yeah. or, or attached to it. Their motivation, they, they could have a conflict of interest there because they would want the article to be positive enough and not critical enough of Tesla that somebody would still want to buy one and use their referral link. Right. So right? that's the that's the the implication. That's the optics of it. Right. Right. Whether right. it's true or not that they right. were actually biased or whatever, I don't think it really matters because it, right. at some point it's just the perception. Yes, exactly. Um, but it's and so this kind of it kind of dredged up a lot of stuff, yeah. Because in the back and forth, you know, people start mentioning like press junkets, and, yep, and all these other things, which are it's kind of a weird thing because in this industry, more so than than even with like you know other reviewing uh, type things with food or 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 with uh, with you know clothing or art or music or whatever it is, access is a really valuable thing. It is. Like monetarily, is. Yeah. someone is potentially handing you the keys to $100,000 worth of product. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're typically feeding you and yeah. transporting you and yeah. all these other things. I've eaten sugar cookies from manufacturers. Yes. Yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah. Um. Well, and, and you know, all the press the, the the thing we did at the Stanley earlier this yep, year. Yep. Our yearly dues to our map did not pay for those hotel no, rooms. No, they did not. Right. So the th- these things are paid for by manufacturers. By manufacturers. Yep. And we in turn are are reliant on them for access. Yep. And they have they're reliant on us for exposure. Essentially. Right. That's exactly the, that's the arrangement. Yep. Yep. But and and so it is it is already a fraught yeah yeah thing ethically right right um, people always ask me like what are you going to do if a manufacturer gives you a car and you hate it right right say we hate it right right but yeah. it's really easy for us to say because this is not how we put food on the table exactly exactly you know? yeah when it comes to feeding a family or like you have kids like right yeah. right so it it is a it is a weird delicate thing and this really just like kind of brought up all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm not sure where I land on it because I don't know that the referral link for, especially when it's not like a cash prize and it's not, you know, like it, 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 it only works because he owns that car. Right. Right. That is sort of a mitigating argument, but at the same time, like, it's really not a good look. And he, he's not going to be motivated to point out the flaws of the vehicle. Right. In any way. Shape, I mean, not that he would be anyway, but, right. but now, but now when he doesn't, well, people are going to be thinking like, Oh, well, I, I mean, no it, shit. take a look at, you know, friend of the show, Alex Roy, mm-hmm. right? I, I think a lot of times people that are the closest, Who he was obviously involved in. Yeah. And any and any Twitter fight, right? On automotive journalists, Twitter. when it comes to electric cars, he's yeah, there for sure, uh, and rightly so because he is someone who is who is so close to Tesla, and so I mean, like I would assume people just mistake him for a Tesla employee or spokesperson because he's spent so much time in one. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, it, you know, because he spent so much time in one, he has the right to be the most critical of it. And he is critical of it in, in really constructive and, and really educational ways, mm-hmm. you know, and, 
and it, there is a balance that can be struck with access and criticism, you know, um, but I think adding a referral code to it, like, or a, like the possibility of cash kickbacks or something beyond that, that, that really complicates things, man. It really complicates things. Right. You know, I, I like it when Jalopnik puts up articles and says, you know, full disclosure, they flew us here, like all that stuff, right? Yeah. Well, and that's you know? the other thing is that like all of the explainers for all of this stuff are always super just inelegant. And right. even Jalopnik, who handles it, I think, pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think like Motor Trend gets very like snarky and derisive of like, you know, of, of criticism about that stuff. Um, but to their credit, Jalopnik does a good job of of addressing those concerns. Right. But it's still kind of awkward and weird, right? Yeah. Well, it's an awkward and weird environment. It makes me feel like I've walked into like some mahogany lined, like, you know, men's club. Right. And you do not belong. Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. Not to say like it's all men, but like, you know, that feeling, right? right? Yeah. No, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like... Like in training places. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't belong here. (laughs) Wait, but you're giving me a Lexus GSF? Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't know. It it is a very strange uh, industry just to begin with. Right. But yeah, I I, I do feel like this, this is a little bit too far, right? Right. Yeah, it, it, I I think it's too far. You know, I I have referral links for Teslas. Like I can I can refer people for Solar City. I can re- refer people for Powerwalls. I can refer people for Teslas S's, X's, and threes. Hmm. I can. I have those links in my email. I have a car show, right? Right. I love money, right? right? Yeah. I'm not gonna put them. I'm not gonna put them on the car show. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. Like, why would I do that? No, I agree. Right? It's, it it's just seems weird, weird right? Yeah. The plat, like, thankfully, the platform for us is not something we're depending on to make money, thankfully, because mm-hmm. we would be eating the walls of the blanket fort for <laughs> nutrition. <laughs> but, and, uh, yeah. 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 And then the podcast would get really echoey. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Ian, no, yeah, it's it's complicated and weird, and I don't like it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's a developing story, and we will keep we will keep track. Of yeah, it. we just wanted to bring it up. I don't know why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I no, I, I like it because uh, you know, I I really respect your uh, insight into automotive journalism criticism. Right, mm-hmm. and something something we like to talk about on the show because as we're lear- as we're slowly getting into being legitimate journalists, like we have these weird things that are going to come up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Ian. Dave. What else do you want to talk about, buddy? Um. You know what? I think um. I think I'm all done. I I think we did a show. I think we done did a show. I think we did an automotive podcast. I'm gonna save this next uh this next one for next time. Yeah. And uh yeah, I think we're good. What is the next one uh, about? How I'm turning forty this year, and I'm at that point in my life where I can I'm I can go to sleep at night and wake up worse off than when I went <laughs> to bed. <laughs> um. It's. It's close to that, actually. It really <laughs> is actually it? is. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Because It is I, about getting older. I, I went to sleep the other day, and I woke up, and my right, like, 
my left shoulder blade was jacked up. Like sleep's supposed to be the time when you get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, not anymore. Uh, Everything is bad from here on out. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Huh. No, nothing gets better. I, from I here just right. got my chest hair plucking routine dialed. <laughs> too. <laughs> it's a callback, folks. Yep. Callback. Yep. Ian, Dave. Oh we, God, my contacts are going on. We Please are up. Team Clear Coat. We are Team Clear Coat. We're you, both falling apart. You should tell your friends about us before we completely decay. That's true. That's true. We are better pre-disintegrated. Yes. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Do that. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Tell tell a friend about the show. Yep. Yep. Um, any? If you have ideas for things that you want us to cover or yeah. FMK Cars ideas. FMK Cars ideas for sure. Please send them to us. TeamClearCode at gmail.com. Oh, and if you are in... Uh, nope, never mind because I have already gotten back. Wow. Because time and when this is posted. But yeah, I will have been in Road America, which is totally uh, irre- irrelevant information for you because I have already been there by the time this airs. So if you go there now, I won't be there because I was already there. Ian. Time and space. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Minds blown. Just like <laughs> that was just pop-up headlights. <laughs> Ian. Dave. Blow my mind like a pop-up headlight. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? Uh, um, oh, I want to say uh, what's up to my buddy Mark, and I just want to thank him for the uh, really nice emails uh, that uh, that he sent me. I, I really appreciate him. He's a good guy. So, um, yeah. So, there you go. And that I think that's it. Right, buddy? Yeah. We done okay. did it. All right. Everybody, we love you. Goodbye.